If I were to say to you, uh, I'd like you to do me a favor. I'd like you to go into the sacristy over there and turn out the darkness. Turn out the darkness. You'd probably look at me and say, you mean turn on the light, right? Yeah. But when, in a way, when you think about darkness, darkness isn't anything except the absence of light. So if you want to get rid of the darkness... You have to turn on the light. Now, in the scriptures, one of the major themes you have is that of light and darkness. Today, in the first reading from Isaiah, let your light shine. And in the the, uh, gospel, Jesus is calling us to be a light to the nations. The problem, I think, often with our lives, when we are trying to live with the Lord, is that we concentrate more on the darkness than we do on the light. You know, we look at our lives, there are things we don't like about them, you know, the sins that we commit, and we're trying to get rid of that, but we concentrate on it. And what we need to do is concentrate on the light. Because if we are light, then the darkness is dispelled. There's a wonderful passage from St. Paul letter to the Ephesians that I I really love. It says, There was a time when you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So live as children of light. And then he says, Light produces every kind of goodness and justice and truth. When we live in the light, we produce something. And what we produce dispels the darkness. But again, where's our focus? Is it on the darkness or is it on the light? And I was, when I was reflecting on, on this image and light dispelling the darkness, I, was th- I started to think about when I was in high school a long time ago. And uh, we went to our, my first science class. It was general science. And the teacher in the lab was going to show us the reality of air. That was the experiment, the reality of air. And what he did was he had a beaker of water, you know, upside down in in a lot of water, and it was filled with water. And then he took an air hose, and he put it underneath into the beaker, and you could see the water being pushed out of the beaker. Because air and water cannot occupy the same space. If you have air, it will disperse the water if it's right. Well, you know, if we think about our lives, light and darkness can't occupy the same space. And that means that sin and goodness cannot occupy the same space. Virtue and vice cannot occupy the same space. So if you're looking at yourself and you're examining your conscience, as we did at the beginning of Mass, and you think about something you're struggling with, What we tend to do is to think about that thing and how do I get rid of it? You get rid of it by the vice, by the virtue opposite the vice. So, for example, if you think, you know, you look at yourself and say, I tend to be somewhat self-centered. I tend to be a selfish person. Well, how do you dispel that darkness? You dispel it by the light of generosity, You know, go to your home and look in your closet and see all the stuff you got in there you don't need and take it to goodwill. 
Or the next time there's a, there's a, 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 a collection, a special collection, you know, instead of giving the loose change in your pocket, make a real sacrifice. Be generous. Because if you're generous, then you will dispel the darkness. Or you're judgmental. You know, I hear that a lot in confession. I'm judgmental. I judge people. Well, how do you overcome that darkness? You, you do it by the light. One of the ways you can do that is to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, the Saint uh, Ignatius of Loyola, who was the founder of the Jesuits, he had a principle that he used to teach. He'd say, when you're confronted with somebody and they're doing something, give them the best, op- the, uh, best uh, opportunity or, or uh, evaluation of what they're doing. Make it the best you know, sense of what they're doing. Because a lot of times we look at somebody and say, well, they're evil. Well, what is the good that they're trying to accomplish? Because every, every sin is a good that we're trying to accomplish, and we just mess it up. So you look at them and you say, okay, I'm going to give it the best possible interpretation of what they're doing. And then you'll be less judgmental. You're angry with somebody. You hold a grudge. Well, how do you overcome that darkness? You do it by praying for the person. By praying for the person. You know, a lot of times when people come into the confessional to me and they'll say, you know, I have trouble with this person, I hold a grudge and a bitterness, I'll say to them, well, I'd like you to pray for them. But when you pray for them, do not pray for anything specific. Because if you pray for something specific, it's going to be more about you than about them. It's going to be something you want. So just lift them up and say to God, dear God, you know better than I do what they need. And I'd ask you simply to bless them. If you're praying for somebody, you cannot hold a grudge against them. If you truly pray for them. Now it might take a while for the light to dispel the darkness, but it will be done. Father, I'm lazy. I tend to be slothful, huh? Well, volunteer for something. Do something. You know, there's some volunteer sheets in the back. You're going to hear about them later. Put your name down. The more you can volunteer, the more you get out of yourself, the more you're light to dispel the darkness. I'm impatient. I'm impatient. Well, let somebody have their way. You know, oftentimes when we look at our lives, we want to control everything. We want things to go the way we want them to go. And that can cause real disturbance in a relationship. So when a person says, I'd like to do it this way, say, fine, we'll do it your way. That's light dispelling the darkness. Sexual sins. You know, every, every sexual sin begins with a thought. And guess what? You can't have two thoughts in your head at the same time. Only one fits. So when you have a thought that's leading you to sin, Replace it with a thought that's not, a light thought. The Lord said, we made the male and female, and it is very good. That's a good thought to have. And the more you can have good thoughts, the more they dispel the bad thoughts. Again, that's light dispelling the darkness. If you have an addiction, and there's all kinds of addictions nowadays, you know, a lot of times we focus on the addiction No, go to a 12-step meeting. That's a way to get out of yourself. 
and free yourself from addictions. They're very powerful type places of fellowship where you acknowledge your need for God and the presence of God in your life. Do yourself a favor and find a 12-step program. Again, the basic thing is this. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever sin, whatever vice, there is an opposite virtue. And they cannot coexist at the same time in the same place. So the way you dispel the darkness is to be light, is to be light. Again, what does St. Paul says? There was a time when you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live then as a child of light. Light produces every kind of goodness and justice and peace. And may God bless us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.